What is going on, guys? And thank you for tuning into another amazing episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, me, Anthony J. Here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way or another during their lifetime. My next guest made a truly hard and courageous decision back in October of 2017 when he entered his very first men's physique show. He wanted to put himself to the test mentally, emotionally, and physically to get a better sense of what his future clients will be as they too one day will walk onto the stage. How did he do, you might ask? He took first place in his novice division and second in the open class. Not too shabby for his first time. Now he's pumping out content every single day to help people adhere to a better and healthier lifestyle through nutrition and fitness. Guys, please, please, please help me welcome this legend to the show for his very first time, my guy, Brandon Whitehead. How the hell you doing, my man? Yeah, what's up? What's happening? Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, man. It's been uh, trying to get you on for a while, and I know this is actually what people don't really know is that it's like the first time that you and I talk, man. So it's really nice to finally, finally see the face, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the amazing thing about social media. I mean, you know, people reach out, we connect on social media platforms or whatever it might be, but it's all online. And then eventually there's, there's this kind of face-to-face or, you know, through a podcast. And then eventually, hopefully it's uh, at an event where we actually meet each other. So that's the cool thing about, you know, this kind of industry as well. Yeah, I love the camaraderie too between, you know, um, all how like, the clients get together and all us coaches get together. And it's, it's like we always, I mean, that's how we came across, you know, I probably saw you doing something for um, your coach, Cody uh, McBroom, uh, Boom Boom McBroom at the time. I think yeah. we just kind of connected and we started following each other, man. But it's like we all come together to help out everybody else. And I think that's the biggest thing. I just, the camaraderie is great, man. There's, so give, give us a little bit about your background and how you started becoming into the nutrition space, man. Well, when I left school, I mean, I actually uh, started, found the gym, uh, you know, at school, uh, I didn't really train much, but then after, after school, I started training and then really fell in love with uh, bodybuilding. And I was a really, really skinny kid. I mean, I must have weighed, I don't know, 58 kilograms. So what's that? 612, probably like 130 pounds back then. Right on. So, you know, finding the gym was was an amazing thing for me. And I kind of just started diving way more reading Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia. And, you know, as we all do, we start diving into the fitness magazines, flex, muscle development. Um, now we know that's probably wasn't the best thing, but those are the magazines we were reading back in the, back in the day. Because I mean, internet wasn't really up and running back then. So we weren't really Googling stuff um, and finding out, but um, yeah, that's kind of how I started. And then, yeah, I just, you know, things just happen, you end up in a career and then you start, you know, that side of the, your life kind of happens. And then fitness and nutrition's always been on the, the backside for me. But I've always had family and friends over the years always coming to me and looking for, for help. So on the side, I've always been helping, helping them. Um, and even, I mean, those are, that's over probably like a 10 year span. And then over the last three years, I've really just dived really into my nutrition and want to make it pretty much a full-time gig. Um, and done the NCR level one, which I know you've done as well. Yes. Um, I've done the mindset and the hormone specialist course and actually just finished the, the level two. Um, so we're just waiting for results on that. Um, and then also diving into precision nutrition. So for me, it's just about trying to grow myself personally as much as I can, just so I can be able to help the clients more efficiently at the end of the day. Because the more knowledge I have, the better I can help them. Um, and that's pretty much my journey. I mean, I've worn many hats. I mean, I don't want to go too much into all the different hats, but I was in advertising industry and then I left South Africa. So that's where the accent's coming from for all the listeners. <laughs> the South African accent, hopefully you can understand it. Um, it's not Australian because I know a lot of people get mixed up. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I left South Africa probably about eight years ago and I actually became a captain on super yachts in the Caribbean. You know, I, I sailed catamaran, 60 foot catamarans for a while. I'm a dive master as well. So I took them diving, et cetera. And during that period of time, I used to actually take a lot of my clients ashore and train them ashore or train them on the yachts. And we always used to talk nutrition and fitness on there. And I used to love that side of it. Um, and then anyway, now I find myself in Canada. Yeah, it's pretty wild. What was like the turning point, man, with, um, with the fitness since it's been in the background, like on the back burner for so long, what actually like came to fruition to you? We were just like, you know what? I need to get this done. I need to go to Jason Phillips and NCI and get my level one. Now you just did your level two. Like if I, not a lot of people know really what's going on here. So let's just break it down really quick. Yeah. Jason Phillips and NCI level one is something that Brandon and I both have done. We both have the mindset and, um, the hormone specialist certification also, but the level two is something way above and beyond. And I'm so, I didn't even know you were doing that. So props to you, man, proud of you for even stepping up and doing that and then getting involved yeah. in another cert with precision nutrition with the PN. It's like, these are things that a lot of us may not know. So you're going above and beyond what you, where you first started. So what really like just made you take that leap into what, unless to what you want to do here now in the fitness and industry, the fitness industry and nutrition industry. Well, I mean, you know, we start following people like Cody Boom Boom, who, who was my coach. You know, Mind, Mind Pump came around in the early days. You know, they, I found them very fortunate. Somehow I found their podcast and started listening to them. And then through that, I was, when I was actually in the Caribbean, I, I'd moved to Mexico. In Mexico, I was working on a super yacht. And I kind of came to a transition in my life. And I was like, do, do I want to start settling down? And is this the kind of career I want to do? Um, or do I want to start trying to, create something for myself, which I enjoy and I'm more passionate about. Um, and you know, you go through your self-help books and we will read them, etc. But at the end of the day, you have to kind of, that's why journaling is so important for me. And it was kind of like, I had to reflect and say, well, what do I really want to do with my life at the end of the day? And then I was like, fitness has honestly always been my number one passion. So now it's time to dive a bit deeper. So I went and did my NASM while I was on the super yachts. I did that on the side. Um, and then got my personal training, you know, diploma or cert. Um, and then just in the background, carried on studying and, and learning more on the nutrition side, just because I know that that's eventually where I want to do. Because people always came to me over the years and asked me different questions on nutrition and fitness, et cetera. And there's something about when you're helping people, there's nothing better. Like when, if you see their faces and, and what actually happens and how you, you change their lives through nutrition, it's, it's, it's an incredible thing, you know? Um, and now, now that I've been doing this for a little while, the passion's even way more now. Now it's like ignited an absolute firestorm in my belly. And that's why all I want to do now, I live, eat, sleep, try and study as much nutrition as possible so I can help my clients at the end of the day. And we're all doing the same thing. We all have the same message. Yeah, I think it's an amazing thing too, because right when you start, so, so for me, selfishly, I'll talk really quick about that. Like it did the same thing about like what you just did too. As soon as we see the change in, in just one client or we spend more time on the gym floor, we spend more time, you know, in a private facility with clients one-on-one, -on -one, it's like you break down all those, all those walls, all those barriers where people like don't, they get so upset like that because they, they want such a change so fast, right? Or they, they don't know how to go about doing it. But once we have the one-on-one -on -one time with them, it's like that one client, right? That's like, it's almost like you come home and you, you tear up about it. You know, it's like, yeah. like, man, it's like, it's just people need 
they want to have that difference. They want to make that change in their life and they don't know how to go about doing it. There's so much just bullshit out there about fitness and nutrition. And there's always the new fad diet that comes up or the new book that comes up or the new documentary that comes out. And it's like people jump on all these things and like, where do I go? All these things are coming out every one, two, three, six months. It's like, where do I go from here? And it's like, when you step in there and start talking to them, man, like, have you ever had that happen to you where you just like, you see that one client just boom, it's, it hits and it hits you, hits you hard, man. It hits you right in the heart. And you're like, okay, I have to, I have to keep going down this journey. I have to keep doing this. No matter what I have to do over here, it's always going to be in the back of my mind to help people change. I mean, probably one of the, the, the biggest impacts someone had on me was actually going through when I did the NCI level one and we had what we call our guinea pigs. Um, Paul, one of my clients, I mean, he was, he was crossfitting probably five, six days a week. And then still on a Saturday, he would mountain bike for two or three hours. Um, and once I dived a bit deeper into his nutrition, he was eating 1400 calories. Oh. And this is a guy that's about a hundred kilograms, 110 kilogram guy. I mean, what's that? It's over 200 pounds eating 1400 calories. And you know, smashing his gym sessions, not feeling good, not feeling healthy. And then taking him through, and I've been working for him for with over a year and a half, was just taking him through and reversing him out. And after like six or seven months, just reversing him, he, now that his hormones are better, I mean, this is going to sound funny, but, you know, even his wife was like, it's so good to have him back. He's actually horny again. And I know that sounds a lot. Maybe some of the clients or listeners, you know, when you, when you, in such a deficit for such a long time and your, your, your body becomes metabolically adapted, it does shut down your hormones as well. And I can also, we can dive into that a little bit um, in a little while because that's also what happened to me in terms of my physique competition. But ultimately, now he's at a state where he is, he's a lot happier. He's got way more energy. He can actually run around with his kids a lot more. He's actually cut down slightly on his, his CrossFit. He's still powering through on weekends and training hard. Um, but hormonally, mentally, physically, emotionally, he just feels so much more better. Why? Because now he's actually eating. And it took me a good six, seven months because he was scared of carbohydrates, especially was to get him back to, to a good place. And that alone, just watching him go through that process. And then him saying to me, Brennan, I just feel amazing. I can't believe where I was and where I am today. And all because I was like, somewhat scared of carbohydrates scared of eating too many calories but in an essence he was doing more harm than than he was doing any good and now he's in such a good place and that loan was like you know what that was incredible like now he's literally set for the rest of his life he knows what he needs to do to carry on so there's no doubt that that's what i want to do and mimic that with everyone else let's why not Everyone deserves to be happy. Everyone deserves to have more energy. Everyone deserves to go to the gym and feel good and alive. Why is, and there's different reasons why people are in different spaces, but that's why we as coaches want to teach and educate them to take them to that next level. And that's pretty much why I'm just diving more and more deeper into this stuff. Yeah, it's an amazing story and kudos to your client, man. And that, that probably was very difficult for him, a very difficult pill for him to swallow too, you know, being you know, probably around 220 pounds, 215 pounds, crossfitting that much, you know, um, I was in the same spot too, where I was crossfitting that much, if not more doing doubles and stuff. And I had to literally quit CrossFit because I felt like shit, 100% shit. And all kind of, I did the same exact thing. As soon as I went through um, level one, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, 
Just makes, like, makes, yeah, makes tons of sense why I have zero energy, you know, and I was also working, you know, 50 plus hours, um, for a company at that time where it was like, I just had no more time left, you know, so I'd be, I'd leave these, I'd leave job, I'd leave the work and then go train for two hours, come home, eat, sleep, wake up, do the whole thing again. And probably just like your client, like Paul is eat, not even eating anything. And that's the craziest thing in the world, you know, um, without getting and, too, too much into like the reverse dieting, but like how, what's he eating at now? What's his calorie rep range right now that he's consistently at for his So when he was at 1400, now he's, he's up at about two seven. So now he's eating two seven. It's taking him a long time. I still think he could probably eat a little bit more than that, but at least he's in a still a fairly good place. Um, and he still feels a lot better. You know, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, a lot of listeners is he came to, when we first started working, his objective or his goal to me was, Brandon, I want to look shredded. I want to get a six pack. Because hmm. he was, he's not, he wasn't overweight, but he was a big guy, a big lad. Um, and at the end of the day, I was like, but unfortunately, this is kind of where you're sitting. This is kind of where we need to go. And this is kind of the journey. And that's why it's so important. That's why, you know, NCR is so great. Just, you know, that, and I know you've had Jeremy Bear on your, and he went through the nutritional mm -hmm. periodization. And that's pretty much what we all want to try and do with our clients. You know, they're going to come to us and they want to get shredded. And we're going to say, okay, this is not where you are right now. Um, just bear with me. This, these are the reasons and educate them at that and say, this is kind of the plan, you know, and you just show them kind of a blueprint of where, where they're going to start and where they could end up. And this is kind of what we're going to need to do because at the end of the day, we're learning your body as much as you are learning from us and your own body. So it's, it's, a, it's a sort of a hand-hand process where we're going to take you through and we're going to guide you and hold your hand and try and get you to the end goal. And the same with Paul, like now, he, you know, he's in a good place. Yeah, and I think it's kind of like, and everyone's different too. Like we just have this blueprint, right? But the blueprint doesn't mean it's the answer for everything. So when you go through and you, get, you can go through the, uh, level one NCI, it's like you have that blueprint, but then maybe, you know, Paul doesn't respond to what you're trying to do or you have to constantly look at his body to be like, all right, cool, like, that's when we go back down to like, do you like fats more? Or do you like carbs more? And like we kind of play with these things. It's like fine tuning on a board, like in a, like a rapper, you know what I'm saying? We have to fine tune that song out. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people when they, when they do come to us and they definitely come to you and they ask you like a six pack, it's like, it's like, man, it's like, let's, let's talk really quick before we, we before we go down the rabbit hole. Why not? Why do you think one of the first things is when you say, you know, I'm a nutrition coach. One of the first things are people are like, cool, I, could, I can lose a couple pounds or I can lose 10 to 15 pounds. What's usually like your first reaction when you, when you say that to somebody or when someone asks you for, you know, I would like a six pack. It's like, okay, listen, like, listen, let me, let's talk really quick. How do you usually respond to something like that? And why do people always just go right to that six pack right away? You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, if you look at social media alone, mm -hmm. I mean, Instagram, it's all about pictures. It's all about having the six pack. It's all about looking shredded. And to be honest, and to a lot of the listeners out there, the people that are shredded all year round or as shredded as they look on there are not more than likely are not in a healthy state to be that lean is, is and we'll get into that, but it's not an, it's not a good place to be for your body to be sitting uh, that lean. Um, many people that do come to me will be like, Oh, Brandon, I want, cause you've seen some of the images I've had on mine and where I was, they're like, Oh, I want to get a six pack like yours. And I'm like, yeah, fantastic. But you got to understand there's a journey that I went on to get to that six pack. So it's, I always go, what we're going to do is we're going to see where you are at now. Let's, let's look at where your goal is. Let's see what you've done previously. And then where do you want to go? Why do you want to have the six pack? Because at the end of the day, a lot of us, our whys 
we think it's just, oh, I just want to look good. But usually there's a very deeper feeling behind that goal. Um, you know, why do you want to do something? So for example, I have a client, um, she's, she's fairly overweight. Um, well, not overweight, she's, she's fairly big and she wants to lose some, some weight. But at the end of the day, she wants to lose weight because she wants to feel better, but she also wants to play sports with her kids and feel more energized. You know, so you've got to look at where you are and where you want to be. And then we, we evaluate, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And even with somebody that is that does come to you, um, that is a little bit overweight for starting, where's where's the starting point for them besides trying to find out why their nutrition is the way it is? There's usually a deeper underlying issue there. But what do you usually do if someone comes to you and they are, you know, um, anywhere between 30 and 60 pounds overweight? What's the first step, Brandon, that you do? The first thing I do is look at habits. Hmm. I think, you know, before we start giving away macros and saying, you know, this is your macro prescription. This is what macros you need to eat and et cetera for the day. Let's rather evaluate where you're sitting at the stage. So, you know, asking little things like, where is your sleep? You know, for me, one of the biggest problems I have with most clients, and I'm sure you see this in, in, with your clients, is sleep. They tend to lack a lot of sleep. All their sleep's pretty disrupted. Um, you know, where are they snacking during the day? You know, how, how do you feel hormonally? How do you feel energy-wise? You know, so you've got to go look at all, sort of a, sort of a how do I look at it? Uh, review just their, their lifestyle rather than their, what they're actually consuming per se in terms of macro prescription. It's more of a lifestyle change that we need to, need to look at before we even start giving away macros. Because at the end of the day, if we just give them macro prescription, we haven't fixed whatever else needs to be fixed. And we also need to understand why are they at that stage? Why do they feel like they are? Because maybe they're emotional eating, you know, and why are they emotional eating? So we kind of have to, we're not psychologists, we're not therapists per se as coaches, but we do tend to try and dig a little bit deeper and ask certain questions to try and find out why they feel a certain way. Because if we can dig a little bit deeper and try and get to that why, maybe we can reverse engineer it and, and try and help them come out of that section, feel better about themselves confidently. And then we can start implementing other changes that can get them to the end goal. But if that makes sense. Oh, it makes hundred percent sense. I mean, that's just how it is. We have to make really small adjustments. I believe we have to make really small adjustments for that bigger picture at the end. It's just the patience thing too. Man, do we have to preach that patience card too? Because as, as, a good point. yeah, as you may know too, Patience, man. How long did it take you? It took you over a year to get on stage. Like, think about that really quick. Like, people need to understand you followed a plan to a T. I mean, there was not a whole lot of messing up here, not a whole lot of things that you weren't doing. You pretty much did everything. Why don't you tell some of the people about kind of like the whole last year that you had to endure to get on stage? And let's get into a little bit about what actually happens when you get a body fat percentage that lean. Because, dude, you were lean. You were like, onion skin lean man how yeah. did you how did you feel at I didn't that test time myself but i was probably around about five percent somewhere around there five or six percent wow. um but what i want to premise to to a lot of the listeners is that you see the picture you see me getting on stage and i think this is good to just put it into perspective for everyone mm -hmm. there's a journey that we all have to get on to get onto stage so as a coach you're going to come to us and we're going to evaluate where you are where your diet is and are you at a healthy state to get on stage right now? You know, for example, because it is quite extreme. 
so for me, this journey started pretty much the end of 2016 already. That's why I want to bring it up because I want to show you that this was a long, long-term approach. There was, this wasn't a short six-week get on stage, lean, done. Mm. So back then, I already hired my first coach. I, did a, I got lean. I got to about 8% body fat. And I just did it to kind of see where I am. Can I? Is my body in a good place? And see what kind of muscle I had. Then reverse out of that. Then gain for the last year, probably a year and three months. Then I only approached Cody and I said, Cody, listen, uh, which is the coach that I took on board, Cody Boom Boom. And I said, listen, I want to get on stage. And he was like, okay, great. Look for a date. We picked a date, which was 21 weeks away. So it took me 21 weeks, slowly decreasing our calories. And then to get to that leanness. So there's a good year and a half, two year approach to get on stage. So I just want to premise that to the listeners to say that, you know, you see pictures on Instagram about where people are on that. Just remember patience and consistency are so key. And that's what it took for me to get that, to that level. And then in terms of the leanness, yeah. I mean, getting that lean, for example, you'll speak to a lot of people about what you've heard about peak week. Uh, peak week is, is really the last week just before you get on stage. And there's a lot of things you can tweak. It's not the magic week like people think it is. Um, but it is a week where your calories are fairly low. Mentally, you are drained. You can hardly focus on tasks. You, you can't really think properly. So if we were podcasting right now, I'd probably be just like um, just chilling out because I wouldn't really know 100%. I wouldn't be on point. Um, hormonally, didn't feel like sex at all. Um, you know, so the, your hormones are absolutely trashed at this stage. Um, and probably irritated. That's the other thing where it doesn't matter what it is, just because you're so hungry, all you want to do is eat. Um, and you're just so irritated that you, you become very snappy and, um, and very short with people, which is unfortunate. Um, so those are the kind of things when you get to that level of leanness. And to stay there is, is so, so unhealthy where your, your metabolism starts shutting down. I mean, brain fog kicks in so many factors and then also you're going to start generating food association you're going to you're going to be like this is bad this is good you know it just really becomes so bad for you to at that at that level that's why you have to reverse out i mean we can probably touch base on that but that's pretty much where you see a lot of these guys on instagram and stuff and they're at this level of the leanness i wouldn't say they're there for a very long period of time they're kind of coming in and out of that leanness a lot of the times. Um, and if they are, honestly, they're more than likely feel like shit for a long time. Because you're honestly going to feel like shit. I felt like shit. And I had to do two peak weeks because I made it into the, an opportunity to go to the next competition. So I did two peak weeks in a row, which was pretty intense. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let in, I wouldn't uh, recommend anyone do that. But um, <laughs> It was still, it was still good. It was still fun to, to go through the process. Yeah. That's something to be, I hope everyone heard that. If not, you guys should stop right here and just rewind it when you guys do hear the podcast, but going into it, it was, what were your, what were your calories like uh, going into the last couple of weeks just to get so, people kind of a perspective of what you were eating and the, like so, probably, yeah. Yeah. When I was, when I was, uh, my maintenance is around about two, nine, 3000 calories. Um, and then my peak week was just under 1800. So, which is not, it's only a thousand, two thousand three hundred. So, not too bad. But that was 
you know, some people you have to dig a little bit deeper. So, mm -hmm. you know, some clients you might have to go to 14 or 1500 to get them to lose that last bit of extra weight. Um, fortunately, my body was pretty happy at around just below 1800 um, to get on stage. So I dropped when I, the 21 weeks, I was sitting at uh, 80, just under 82 kilograms. And then my stage weight was 72 kilograms. Yeah, that, that's, uh, I think you got lucky there. I've heard a lot of stories, a lot of people, a lot lower than that, just to try to get that, that water out and the last couple of pounds off, just to try to really dry out a lot. Yeah. Um, I think, so I think, I think that comes that. down to, you know, I've been tracking my macros and I've been dieting, dieting, but I, in, in inverted commas, but I've been tracking my macros and being in, it just shows you that being in a healthy state, I think mm. putting your body in a healthy state helped me probably get to that leanness and, and not to that extreme. Um, and I haven't yo-yo dieted for, for too many years. And I think maybe that also assists in, in, that, in that perspective. So, yeah. How long have you, you've been, so you, so what you're saying is for people that, that don't really know what's going on. So you, since you've been tracking your macros, you know what your maintenance was and you've been at maintenance for quite some time before this endeavor, correct? You've done this for a very long time. You kind of know how your body works. You knew if you put on a little bit of weight, you knew how to get it off right away just because you kept yourself in such a healthy state for a long period of time. 100%. I mean, that's why, you know, I was at maintenance for a very long time. Then I, I tried to shred down as a pre, pre, competition level trying to just get lean um, just to kind of see where that was the end of 2016 mm. and then reverse out of that and stayed maintenance was for a, and a bit of a surplus as well um, by that's for a year and a half so at the end of the day you know this is the key thing a lot of people want to um, you know because maintenance is not sexy to be sitting at maintenance is not sexy to be chilling there for a while we all want to be shredded and stay lean um, all year round sounds great but we can't be like that it's not good for the body but we can go in and out of those those sections or phases of our of our bodies so you know that's why just maintaining i think for that year and a half and then going into shred um probably just really set my body up for good so most clients and stuff i would suggest always try and be at a maintenance for a good six months even if it's a year to to put your body in a really nice healthy stage because guess what if you do that, you're going to respond so quickly. You know, we drop a macro, yeah, we tweak something, yeah, we do something, yeah. You know, it's going to be so easy not to plateau. We're going to be able to, to, to tweak you so quickly to get to your results wherever we need to, depending on your body and how it reacts, but more than likely because it's in a healthier state. I also like to always say that, you know, being at a maintenance level, you have a lot less things to worry about. <laughs> and it actually gives you a little bit of, what I love, 100%. I love putting it in this way, being at maintenance, not just only teaches you the, the, the right way to eat, not that there is a right and a wrong way. I mean, once again, fingers in the air, quote, quote unquote, right yeah. way, right way to eat the healthier, healthier way to eat. Um, but it gives you, it gives you freedom, man. It creates freedom. It really does. It creates freedom. You can, you can sleep better. Your, you know, your thought processes are so much clearer. You, you can wake up and get going right away. You're not really dragging ass. You really understand what's going on. And your body's really working at full capacity at that point. And I don't think a lot of people really know what their body's really, what it feels like to not feel like shit, right? Because we're always doing this or not doing this or going in and out of fad diets. So what, what could you say to the people today that are always trying to diet, that are always trying to do a, a new fad diet 
every six weeks or so. What does that actually do to our bodies, Brandon? I mean, there's two, there's two things here. We can either, if you're yo-yo dieting, as we say, you know, you, you, you're not helping your body to balance itself out at a stage for, for a good period of time. So let's just say you go up and you go down and you go up and you go down. Generally, what happens to our bodies and, you know, fat loss, you know, we, we actually have adipose tissues. So I'm sure you know this. So adipose tissue is kind of your fat cells. So every time we go on a diet, we actually shrink the fat cells. So we never actually lose fat per se, but you shrink the cells so you look leaner. But every time we diet down and then you diet back up and we do this yo-yo curve all the time, you're actually producing more and more uh, adipose tissues. So every time we go down and we come up, we increase a few adipose tissues. Then we come down and we, we go back up, we increase a few adipose tissues. That's why a lot of physique competitors and stuff after these shows, when they um, you know, gain 20, 30 pounds in a week because they've just fallen off the bandwagon and binge eat, etc. Um, you know, it's not a healthy thing for their body because they're actually adding more fat, uh, adipose tissues to, to their fat cells. And what that does is next time they try and get leaner, it's a lot harder to get leaner. So where I'm going with this is just saying that when you reverse diet, so if you're in a place right now where you're like, but I really don't want to increase and get, uh, pick up weight. Remember this, we're going to reverse you slowly. And that's going to help you not increase those adipose tissues at a, at a faster rate, for example. So in other words, you're going to increase slowly. This is where your body is able to, to balance out and be in a healthy state. Then from there, we can either go back up, we can go into a surplus, or we can start going down. So, yeah, so how do people go ahead and try to try, start to approach something like that? Like how, what's a good, good thing to tell some people right off the bat where, listen, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard to understand what I'm trying to say besides telling them to trust me. Cause I'm sure they've heard that so many times we don't want to like break the spirit of why, yeah. why we need to reverse out but we're trying to put back the kind of like the broken puzzle pieces when we do something like that. What's a really good thing you can tell someone when they first understand where they're maintenance, when they find their maintenance calories and when they come back from reversing, what's kind of like a good, a good one to you can give someone besides like, listen, it's going to take some time. Just be very patient. A lot of people don't like to hear, trust me and be patient in the same sentence, but it's almost really is the truth, right? Like you just have to take your time with it and understand the process. Yeah, I think the most important thing is trying to describe to the clients or future clients is how to trust the process because the process is, is there for a reason. You know, I'm trying to think of an analogy as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's so hard for us. And this is where a lot of times like using past clients um, is also a good thing and you kind of bring them into the picture and you say, well, you know, like Paul, for example, a lot of times I'll say, listen, this is where the client was. This is how somewhat bad he felt and et cetera. Then we had to bring him into this position. So 
you know, using, I think using examples of past clients is so key. Hmm. Or even if it's another coach's clients or articles, um, and just showing that this is kind of where you are. And another thing is the reason why I also did the competition myself and took myself into this physique competition was not, yes, to, it was a, a, life, a lifetime goal of mine, but it wasn't to go win a, win a medal or a trophy. That was a bonus. But it was more to, for me to be a better coach, to understand what it takes mentally, physically, emotionally to get to that leanness. And like now that I'm in a reverse, I am also going through the same challenges of body dysmorphia that probably more than likely our clients will go through. So when I'm sitting there, I'm saying, guys, we are, you are going to pick up a little bit of weight. You start, you're going to feel a little bit fluffy. I understand exactly where you're coming from. Right now, I'm reversing. I'm losing those legendary abs that I had. But it's part of the process. Why? Because guess what? It's taken me three months to feel normal again. Hmm. Only two weeks ago did I feel like I'm energized again. It's taken me wow. three months to feel normal, feel like I'm not so brain fog anymore, to feel energized. My gym sessions are back on point. My hormones are back on point. And I'm just, you know, where you sit right now, if you're listening to this, like if you're sitting there and you're feeling, feeling a bit lost, you're feeling like, you know, I'm not losing weight no matter what I do. Think about it like this. There's going to be a stage where you have to increase your calories and you're going to increase a little bit of weight. But at the end of the day, is it not better to feel more energized? Is it not better to feel like you want to get up and take on the new day? Is it not better to be feeling like you want to just go and smash the workout that you really, really want to? Is it not better just to have, you know, be there for your partner as well because you feel right. like you're in a better place? You know, so these are the things we have to look at and say, okay, is that worthwhile me picking up a little bit of weight? And we're not talking about 20, 30 pounds yet. You know, that's also another thing we need to say. We, you know, each of us are going to differ. Some of us might not pick up much. Some of us might pick up five or six pounds. Everyone's going to be different. But to get your body in such a great, healthy state, is it not worthwhile? And then we can shred and we can look at a different route that we want to take. You know? I, th I think that's such an amazing point that you said that. I'm so glad you said that because a little bit ago, we just said that I, I, I thought that 1,800 calories for you was actually pretty high for when you did cut down to go on the stage. And a lot of other people I know go even closer to like 1,200. Mm -hmm. But you made a great point and you said you've been tracking your food, been tracking your macros, looking at your calories for quite some time, been in a maintenance, maybe in a little bit of surplus to put on weight, to put on more muscle, I should say. And now it's okay. You know, like what does that do for your mindset? You know, you're back at it. Like you just said, don't you want to wake up and attack the day? Like, that's a great mindset point. Like if you feel, but if I could tell you that gaining five pounds on a reverse, you feel better. Things are coming together. Look, look at all the things you just listed. Your relationship's better. You can attack the day. Your sleep is better. I'm going to go ahead and say, put five pounds on me because I want those things. And I don't think a lot of people understand how that actually feels. I think a lot of people, you know, drag their feet through the mud and they're like, man, I just I'm fucking tired. I'm always fucking tired. And as soon as you look at what people are eating, you see it. You see exactly why they're, they're not sleeping. So I, I sleep eight hours a day when actually, if you're not tracking it, like I wear a Fitbit, right? And that's even probably a little per, like 20% off, right? Yeah. But if I go to bed for eight or nine hours, it'll tell me I've only really slept six. And it tells me exactly how long I've been up. 
So everyone who thinks that they sleep eight, nine, 10 hours, it's like, you may be not even getting that at all. You may be getting way less. And right there's a huge contributor to how you're feeling. Um, besides that, it's like, look at what it does for our mindsets, right? Look at how you're starting to feel again. Like you just said, it just clicked. It took you three months to start feeling a little bit better and you're still on the up and up with your calories. Yes, you're losing. I'm only, yeah. at, I'm only at two, four at the moment. Right. So and what I do want to say is I'm doing a slower approach, but you could do a faster approach. You know, it just depends on the individual. Right. Um, but I love the point that you're saying, you know, at the end of the day, one of the things that you also need to look at is if you want to reverse diet or not, ask yourself this question. Do you know what normal feels like right now? Hmm. And if, you, if you're kind of doubting yourself for a second, maybe you need to reverse. And why I say that is because if you reversed out of wherever you are and you're feeling way better, guess what? Now your norm where you thought was normal, which was shit, now you actually feel amazing. So your new norm is somewhere else now. It's a lot higher. Now you know what, what it feels like to be normal. Now you've let yourself be normal for a little while. Now when you do go down and you feel certain things and you get to a nice shredded state or wherever you want to be and you've lost weight, you know that that's not really the norm. But you want to play there for a little while. But now we need to transition back to where you thought and you feel normal again. So it's just about creating those new habits, knowing that that's a new normal, not where you think you are. I think that's where a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of clients find themselves thinking that being less energized, I just getting, it's hard to get up every morning. It's hard to kick myself out of bed and, and go to the gym or go to my CrossFit session or even just go socialize with my friends. I just don't have the energy. I feel lethargic, mm-hmm. but guess what? You don't have to have those feelings. That's not the norm. Right. It's not the norm. You, know, I, you, we, you may, you may not like it. You may not like going down that way. You may not like cutting down for, for 10 weeks just to lose, you know, six, seven pounds. You may not like how that feels. But until you try to do exactly what we are talking about right now, I don't think you really know how you should be feeling throughout the day. And like you said, if you hesitate for, ask ask yourself that really hard question, ask yourself that really hard question. If you want to reverse out, like you said, if you you shred, just a shred of like doubt, then you probably need to. And I think that's a great point that you said. I really want to circle back to something that you said um, a little bit ago and, um, about good food versus bad food and how your food association, you know, we start getting into that as, um, as the leaner that we get to and how you actually look at food and you say, well, that's bad. I can't have that. And this is good. And I think that's a really, really, really um, good point to go into, not just for like the cutting aspect of it, but in general, how we go ahead and say bad food versus good food. Well, I think for the general population, I think physique competitions a little bit, it's, it's literally on a different end of the scale. And the reason I say that is because you are tracking every single little thing you put in your body. So <clears throat> whether I have an extra sodium today, I'm tracking that. You know, so when it comes to physique competitors, it's really extreme. So you are literally eating the, quote, bro diet, where it's chicken, mm-hmm. veg, rice, sweet potatoes. Pretty much repeat, rinse, repeat, repeat. Um, <clears throat> and you... When you get to that leanness, and if you really want to have a burger and you really want to have uh, a chocolate, which quote unquote bad, it's not really bad. It's just that do you want to do I do I want to waste my calories mm-hmm. on say a Snickers bar 
because I'm going to be hungry in 20 minutes. I would rather have myself some rice and some turkey and some veggies where that's going to last me the next two or three hours. I'm not going to be biting someone's head off than, than actually having the Snickers bar. So when it comes to the general population, if you're on a diet or you don't even have to be on a diet, you're just maintaining. There is no bad or good. You know, that's why I'm a big proponent for macros. I love macros. And yes, in the beginning, it's hard for clients initially to, to, to get through the process and see what it's like. But when they do get on board and you get to that part where you like, you know, that ice cream you want to have, that pizza you want to have, that beer you want to have, you can fit it in your macros. It's really not a problem. You know, we're not saying, I'm not saying like I, what's it, I, I, F, Y, M. I'm not oh, saying yeah, that. Yeah. I'm not saying let's smash a burger in my face every single day. Absolutely right. not. You know, whole foods over processed foods all day long. But at the same time, we don't have to cut out quote unquote bad foods, good foods. I love pizza. Pizza is my favorite food. If I could, I'd probably eat it every day. Preach. But Preach. I don't. You know, I allow myself now, especially at my maintenance, I want to eat it once a week or maybe every second week, whatever it is. But I fit it into my, my calories and I fit it into my macros. So as long as 70 to 80% of your diet is kind of whole foods and you leave yourself some 30%, 20%, you know, the whole 80-20 rule, you leave yourself some, some scope to enjoy the foods that you like, you know, that, that helps you allow yourself. When you ban those foods from your life, that's where the issues come. That's where the problem is where I'm not too allowed to have that chocolate. And then when you actually allow yourself to have that chocolate, guess what? You fall off the bandwagon and you don't just have one, you might have two or three or four and you like wake up, you're like, oh shit, I've just had too many. You know, so it's so important to allow yourself to have those treats. Don't, there is no bad or good. Don't, don't, don't ban yourself from any foods, but within moderation. Awesome. I love that you said that. Um, and then I love that you brought up the fact that like IIFYM, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there who I guess like the running joke on Instagram, you know, like you see all these gigantic, huge shredded, you know, males and females. And every single time they post something there, that's pizza or donuts or cookies. And it always says IIFYM for the community that's listening to this. I know you, most of you guys probably do know, cause it is like a fitness, nutrition and business podcast, but IIFYM stands for if it fits your macros. Now, I think it really took a turn for the worse a couple years ago, but everyone thinks that you can eat whatever the fuck you want to fit into your calories throughout the day. It doesn't matter what it is, super highly processed foods, really low protein um, lifestyle, and really high carbohydrates and fats and processed foods. That's not real. Let's just let's put that out there right now. That's not real. I mean, and all the things we're talking about, you're going to feel like shit. I mean, you're really going to – let's talk about hormones too. What's that going to do to your hormones? You drop your protein. 100%. You up your carbohydrates. Why don't you go ahead and jump on that, Brandon? I mean, if you're going to eat everything and everything under the sun, especially processed foods and that kind of thing, you, you could probably fit it in your macros, no doubt. But more than likely, you're going to be hungry all the time. More than likely, you're going to overeat because they make these foods to be palatable, you know, it's not going to keep you full for long at all. So more than likely you're going to overeat throughout the day. You know, like if you started your, your breakfast with, um, you know, just donuts and, and pizza, and then you went on, and you carried on throughout the whole day, there's no doubt that you could try and fit it in your macros. And if you did great, but you're still going to feel like shit. 
maybe not the first day, maybe not the second day, but definitely from the third and the fourth day. Why? Because not, not, not just as macronutrients important, but your micronutrients are just as important. You know, all the vitamins that you're supposed to and the nutrients that you're supposed to be getting from all these um, eating leafy greens, you know, eating the amino acid profile from the meat. You know, there's so many different things that your body does need and crave. Eventually, your body's going to crave if you're just eating this way all the time. So it's just finding a balance at the end of the day. I think too many of us fall in the, it's either this or it's either that. Or we're all in or we're all not. Um, you know, just at the end of the day, just eating in general, what do we do probably 90% of the time in our lives besides sleep is probably eat. We're always looking at what do we, what's our next meal. So we also want to enjoy the time that we eat and we want to enjoy our bodies at the same time because we also want to feel healthy. And to be healthy, we do need to provide ourselves with nutritious foods at the same time, as well as enjoy some of the processed foods, of course, because we are human. I mean, we're not robots. We definitely yeah, right. want to. Exactly. So at the end of the day, it's just trying to find a balance. What works for you and what can fit into your lifestyle? I think that's the biggest thing too. And a lot of people be like, well, for my lifestyle, you know, my non-negotiables are, you know, pizza and I drink alcohol every single night when I come home. It's like, okay, listen, like, let's have another talk. Like there's <laughs> obviously if you're non-negotiables, alcohol every single night, whether it's one or four drinks, it's like, we need to, we need to address that. You know, same thing. Like if, well, I have to have um, three servings of ice cream every single night, like every single night, you're like every single night, you know, Brandon, I want to drink or I want to have ice cream every single night. Can that work out? It's like you, yeah, well, you know, let's try to cut it back a little bit. I don't think any, not one coach that I know that I've actually talked to would be like, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, if it's something that could be, you know, unnecessarily addicting, we should probably address that. But that's the one thing we should be saying is you can have these things in moderation, but as soon as you start doing it every single day, just because you can fit it into your, your caloric profile, your macro profile, like it shouldn't, not all the time should be done. Like it may not be the right thing to do, even though we are talking about, there is no such thing as, you know, good foods and bad foods, but things in moderation, just because you can fit in 3000 calories of shit food, there's definitely shouldn't be doing that. I mean, are you trying to work yeah. out? Are you trying to work out? Are you trying to live a healthier, you know, more productive lifestyle? I don't think that's, that's not the route we should be going down. I mean, you know that, right? Like what, what's your take on people who are like, my non-negotiables are so over the top. It's like, okay, listen, we got to take a step back really quick. Let's take a step back. Well, I mean, you know, it just comes down to, first of all, you need to meet, meet the client where the client is at the end of the day. And if they're having three scoops of ice cream, Let's, let's go, listen, let, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you to have two scoops for the next few days. Then I'm going to challenge you to have one scoop. Then I'm going to challenge you to have only four times a week. Then I'm going to challenge you to try and only have two times a week. And your non-negotiable can be those two times a week for sure. That's mm -hmm. fine. Let's have it at that. But are, do you like feeling the way you feel like now? Are you coming to me? Why are you coming to me? Why are you coming to, to Anthony um, and hiring him as a coach. Why come into Brandon and hiring me as a coach? Because you feel like shit? Because uh, you have less energy? Because you want to feel better? You want to be better in the gym? You want to perform better? All these factors. Okay, great. So guess what? If at the end of our time together, whether this is a two or three or four month process, if you want to turn around and tell me this didn't work and that was absolute shit and I still feel like shit, by taking away my non-negotiable. Fine. 
absolutely. You can no doubt throw that back at me for sure. But I can guarantee you right now, if a coach is saying to you, let's just cut back by a spoon or two, let's maybe make that two or three times a week rather than seven days a week, I guarantee you now you will feel a million times better than where you are right now. I can get, I can guarantee you that. I mean, how many times have you seen that with your clients? I mean, it's, it's, it's hands down the best, the best thing when you, when you, when you first see it, I have a client right now who basically have turned his, um, his whole nutrition, his nutrition game plan around his nutritional game plan around going from processed food to eating whole foods. Uh, he feels better, sleeps better and lost 10 pounds. That alone. <laughs> and, and he's still reversing. He's still reversing. He says he feels great. And I'm like, and he's walking like 17,000 steps a day. And I'm like, he doesn't even go to the gym. That's the one part I left out. Legend, he doesn't even go to the fucking gym. He doesn't even go. It's amazing, man. It's just And he's probably amazing. not really tracking either because he doesn't really have to. Just by changing his food sources to a whole, more of a whole food diet, boom, he's already ignited. His, his whole body is like, oh, wow, this is just amazing. Yeah, you know? he's no longer lethargic. All, you know, the upside of weight has gone down, but... I mean, obviously through the pictures, I can see that inflammation is definitely down. You know, he says he's sleeping better. His joints feel better. He has a very active job where he's picking up boxes all day long. He's like, I feel like I can do it for 10 more hours. And I'm like, this is a win, man. This is a win, right? Like, just keep doing what you're doing. And then that's a perfect example. That's a perfect example. It is. And we, every time we check in every single week, he's like, no, I'm pretty good. Like, you sure? Like, let's talk, man. Like I'm here for you. You know, like <laughs> what's some problems, but uh, even, even just something like that though, you know, it's like, you guys can't see us right now because you, we're doing a FaceTime, but like, we're both, we're both laughing. We're both smiling, you know, because we just know that these little things that we're telling you to do, you're going to fucking feel better. You're going to feel better. Like what Brandon just said, he would bet on anything that if you stuck with him for two, three, four months, you are going to feel better and you're going to want more. Because you're going to start being more productive in your life. Things are going to start going better. You know, you're going to be able to connect the dots A, B, and C, one, two, three. It's going to, you're going to feel so much better in and outside of the gym. And so one of those things like trust the process, right? Just trust the process. Trust the process. I mean, consistency is probably the most yes. important thing out of everything. You know, if you can be consistent with your diet or consistent with your training or consistent even in your career or whatever you're doing, if you just that word alone, consistency. You There's can no take that in like all be... aspects of your life though. And like you just said, all, all aspects. aspects of your life and you will be unstoppable. There's no doubt you will achieve whatever goal that you want to do as long as you be consistent. I love it, man. Consistently be consistent. I mean, it's just, it's as easy, it's 100%. as easy as that, you know? So what I do with every one of my guests, um, I like to throw you on the hot seat a little bit here for the end of the end of the podcast. But if you can give our listeners, the community, Anywhere between, you know, the best three pieces of advice that you can give to them for actionable items as soon, as soon as they hit stop on this podcast. It could be nutrition, fitness, business, or lifestyle related. Top three things that you can think of that can give someone actionable steps as soon as this podcast is over. Well, I mean, consistency is probably going to be my number one for sure. You know, so whatever you're doing now, if you've made any changes, um, you know, like if you are trying to improve your sleep, and you're going to try and go to bed every night at a certain time, just be consistent with that time. You know, just, just create that consistency. Um, other things, what I've felt in, in my life and with some of my clients, what I've felt is, is working really well with them is journaling. Mm. Um, 
I think journaling is, has been a great thing for, for me personally, but also some of my clients where they've just, you know, they've been able to break through some of their own barriers and just through their mindsets alone, just by journaling. And this can be either five minutes at night or five minutes in your morning, your morning, just actually just journaling, whatever that might be. So just writing down how you feel or what am I grateful for? You know, just gratitude alone will, will put you in such a great mindset for the rest of the day. And it helps the rest of the day. It helps everything else. Um, third thing. Wow. I think just, just movement, just, just move. I love it. So for example, um, and actually you're a big proponent of NEAT, you know, non, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So like just walking, just tracking your steps, you know, like we have watches, we all have Fitbits now, or Apple watches, et cetera. And it's not necessary that you walked 10,000 steps or 20,000 steps. It's just the, the fact that, you know, I need to move a little bit more. So during the day, if you're behind your laptop or computer, just move a little bit, you know, go for a little 10 minute walk outside. If you can, if it's a blizzard, like it is Canada and soon in Chicago, it's going to be snowing. Just walk around the office a little bit, right. uh, park further away from, from the shops, whatever it might be. Just create some movement in your day. Extra is what I'm saying compared to what you would usually. Right. I think that's where kind of like the trackers come into play too. Cause as much as they could be off a little bit here and there, you know, we can't just be like, Oh, well, I you know, lost 500 more calories or burned 500 more calories. It's more of like telling you, Hey, you need to get your ass up and start moving a little bit more. Like when you look down at my watch and I'm like, Oh shit, I haven't moved for anything today. As soon as you do that, you just get up and you start moving again. I like to go, I like to go back to the, your um, journaling thing. Do you do that first thing in the morning before anything, like before you pick up your phone, before you eat, is that something you do while you eat, kind of while you eat your breakfast, or is there a certain time you like to do that in the morning? Yeah, so I mean, I wake up usually in an hour and ten minutes before gym. So I train at quarter past six in the morning, but I wake up at five to five. Um, and the reason for that is because I try and meditate for about ten minutes, and then I journal for about fifteen twenty minutes, and then I try and read. So whether that's on nutrition or personal development, whatever it is, um, until about six o'clock. And then I'm off to the gym. So that's kind of my, my morning routine, which I've implemented now for the last seven, eight months. And it's been an absolute game changer, to be honest. Just mindset. I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a little more clearer. I know where I want to go. Um, as a coach, I know where I want to go and more how I want to help more people. So, you know, anyone out there that you're looking for a bit of a morning routine, trust me, you give that a try. It's going to be a game changer. Not the, movie, not the show, the game changer, that's for sure. Let's not go down that road. But a game changer in your life. Yes, yes. Don't wake up in the morning and watch the game changer first thing. <laughs> Unless you want to go out and kill somebody. I think that's what you would do after you did that. Um, so, dude, thank you. So I want to say thank you so much for, for giving me some of your time and giving the community some of your time today, man. I really do appreciate it. Um, I'm more into than ecstatic that you, that we finally can get you on the podcast, man. I just want to say thank you so much. It means the world to me that you gave me some of your time today and your energy. I'm sure the community loves it too. Um, Brandon, where can everybody find you at? How can they look you up? Well, first of all, I mean, thank you for having me on. I mean, it's, you know, this is the amazing thing about social media and we've connected online and now being able to actually connect on a podcast and talk. So I appreciate you having me on your show. Um, and appreciate you know, getting introduced to your listeners. So uh, BW Legend, so that's B, so B for Brandon, W for Whitehead, and then Legend. Um, that's the Instagram. Uh, coaching, my website is just uh, legendary-coaching.com. 
And um, yeah, pretty much if you want to become a legend, I'll help you become a legend. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. And you guys, I say this every time. And first and foremost, thank you guys for listening. Without you, this podcast couldn't be happening. And without you, Brandon and I probably would have never been here on this podcast and or met. But we do this for you guys all the time. If you guys have any questions, hit up Brandon, DM him. He will get back to you in a day or two. He's going to help you guys out through thick and thin. If you need any lifestyle changes, we are both here for you. Like always, guys, please leave a five-star rating. And please take a screenshot of your favorite part tag Brandon, tag myself. We would love to share and follow you guys back and share and give you guys some love and support and everything that you're doing in your lifestyle, nutrition and fitness related to. So guys, like always, peace and love. Brandon, thank you so much, my brother. Thank you, man. Cheers. Eh?